Some things can be right in front of your fucking face, but you just you, you just don't understand how to apply it. So the big question is, what are the top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? If you ever thought about this, you're not alone. No one has been able to get the answers until now. We spent the last few years helping agents sell billions in real estate, rubbing shoulders with top producers, which got us thinking. How can we expose more people to these insights to help raise the standard in the whole real estate industry? We then realized that we could help bridge the gap by getting secrets from the best of the best so that you can succeed. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Let's just talk in the in you know this last little bit. Obviously, you doing thirty seven to now, you're, you're you're netting what two and a half million a year upwards somewhere in that region. It's going up, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's like that's a that's a big jump, like from there to there. What would you say um, are the kind of some of the main things that have helped that leap happen? Because one of the big ones, obviously, is, is talent, right? It's like good people who help you who are proficient who don't require micromanagement who you can kind of ideally everyone wants to duplicate themselves usually like if you're the action taker you do it you'd love to have six of you right but obviously it doesn't happen so like going from there to there how what would you say are your biggest you know bits of your takeaways feedback how you go from you doing 37 to now you know what you did you say you were 14 deals a week was it um 14 million a month in volume and that's million month, YouTube. Sorry. That's not our sphere and our other referrals. Um, yeah. All that stuff. Yep. I would say the biggest thing is audience. So, Hey, as much as we crush with being subject matter experts and, and, and teaching our, our agents to get into their, their own kiddo schools and throwing events and all that, you're going to hit a limit with that. Cause you're only in front of your sphere, right? Everything that's immediately in front of you, like that's going to have, a certain ROI. And I feel like we squeezed that sponge pretty good and we crushed that super well. What really catapulted us to that next, that next level is audience. We got onto YouTube, 70,000 people moved here to Colorado last year. Well, when you're creating, yeah, when you're creating a brand and you're, and you're looking at, and we don't do any paid, we don't do any paid YouTube. This is all organic, man. So our subscribers, our views are all organic, but it's all about the research and development on creating titles that people are searching on YouTube. So we don't wait for clients to come to us. I'm not talking about a buyer presentation or a listing on YouTube. We're talking about Colorado and the different areas and what we're talking about what people are searching, right? Like we go to them, but that's been the biggest change is we increase our audience, our audience ability, right? Like when you've got 70,000 people that are moving to Colorado and however many thousand are on YouTube looking at where they want to live. So they're looking at pros and cons of Thornton, um, best areas to live in, in Aurora, you know, like they're searching Things like that. So if we can put ourselves in front of that audience and educate them, I'm a native of Colorado. Eli's been here for 20, I think 20 years. Um, so if we can put ourselves in front of that audience that's already asking for help, and by the way, they're on a platform where they stay. They're literally, it's the second biggest search engine on the planet behind Google, right? And Google owns YouTube now. So Google throws a lot of YouTube videos up to the top of the search bar in Google. The bottom line is people go to YouTube to stay and absorb content. They're asking questions and they're absorbing content. So yeah, man, like our, our average watch time is like well over 10 minutes on our videos. Like that's unheard of, but it's also, it's credit to talent and entertainment and doing a good job. It's also credit that the nature of that platform is people are going to absorb content. When you're on Facebook, the one hard part with Facebook is they're scrolling through their newsfeed. 
So we crushed our videos, but we never hit a 10 minute average watch time. We'd have some people that watch it all. You have one, someone that watches a minute because they're scrolling. Everyone's got that scroll ADD, man. When you're on YouTube, you're not scrolling. You're searching something. You're clicking a video that you think is appropriate that you like and you watch it. And if you like that video and that person has a ton of other videos, what are you doing? It's on autoplay, man, and you're watching it. So the biggest jump from like what we did at a, at a intermediate varsity level to now being a professional level is finding the way to increase our audience capability and then managing that scalability to make sure that we still service the client. And it's all free. Now, again, this is a little tidbit for people that didn't know, but you touched on this. Google promotes YouTube videos on Google, right? So for those that don't know, if you go and search, for example, moving to Denver, prime example, if there is search volume and there's traffic on YouTube, um, Google will actually promote the top three to five. They change it. Videos, and it's the second spot on the Google search. There's one above it, and then the next ones are the videos. Now, you've got a wall of text, and then you've got five like thumbnails with the videos on. So all of a sudden, you're now capitalizing on Google traffic coming to your page, which is like, I'm assuming your page is probably something like moving to Denver or moving to Colorado. Living, it's called Living in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, and there's a couple yeah. duplicates. There's other people using the same name that we are. Um, yeah. Whatever. No sweat. People are trying to cop, cop, copy the model, but that that's fine. It's no sweat, man. Like, yeah. uh, but it's called Living in Denver, Colorado. So yeah, anytime people are looking at stuff, but it's also not just our channel name. It's you're searching different towns and different things like, right. Our other videos pop up and we've got a ton of content, but that's why the consistency matters so much, man. Like, yeah, people go up there and then they watch one of your videos, but you haven't done another video in a month. A hundred percent. They're not going to subscribe to you. They're not going to go back and watch your video because you only have two. And the last time you did one was three months ago or a year ago. Like the consistency super matters because people want to absorb your content. Also let them know how professional you are because if your quality of video and performance is good, and you're consistently doing that two, three times a week. Like we are we're actually going to add a third video on a Saturday morning. Um, in addition to the two videos a week that we do, we've been doing that for, we've never missed a week of two videos a week for the last year and a half well, since we started. Um, it's powerful, but that's also plays into the algorithm. When people comment on your video, we're commenting back. We're consistently doing two a week, right? Like Google and YouTube want to promote your channel because you're regular, you interact with your audience. And people are liking your content because your watch time is super long, which means you're appropriate. We don't cuss. We don't do certain things. It's appropriate for those audiences. So Google loves to promote that. YouTube loves to promote that because they want to throw their consumers onto channels that are reliable and educational and entertaining and aren't going anywhere. They can trust that you're going to keep producing content. So if you're not in it for that and you're not going to put the work in, yeah, like then people ask, like, yeah, well, Will, why do you teach people that? Well, because it's fucking hard. I'll, I can show you every single thing that we do doesn't mean you're going to do it. There's a lot of work behind it and that's okay. And there are people that are becoming successful with it because they're in it for the right reasons. But it's like, man, the person who has everything continues to get more and the person who has nothing will get less. And it's, it's like your opportunities that you capitalize on those opportunities will also create other opportunities. You being consistent on video literally makes Google and YouTube promote your videos even more. You interacting with your audience Makes them want to promote you even more. So like it's that compounding interest, man. It's that hand over fist. The more you get, the more you receive. The less you have, the less you won't, right? And it's it's all behavioral based. It's not, I'm not talking about the rich and poor thing or taxes or some bullshit. I'm talking about just the cycle of operations in life. And the more you take advantage of opportunity and become consistent, the more opportunities that your opportunities continue to create for you.
hundred percent. I mean, I'm a huge proponent of consistency. I am imperfect action. That is kind of basically how I define how I go through. That's why I say I do all the MVP stuff because, like, I'd rather get something out and get feedback than not than make something pretty and and then it turns out uh, it fails. And to be frank, that's through learning by doing something really nice. Took me like three months to build this particular product I was doing it. And then like literally no one bought it. I was like, holy shit, I've lost three months of my life. And then it was like, you know, start doing stuff now. I mean, like you said, also have no expectation. I think this is important. This is actually why a big part of this uh, this show for us is no expectation of return. Like we want to do this and we want to share this message. We want to share phenomenal uh, realtors, professionals going out there, how they can crush. We want to really elevate other real estate agents' lives, businesses, home life, personal life, professional, all that stuff. And um, I, I think if you have no expectation of in return, like, you know, if two people watch this whole episode for two years, you know, and and then, then in two years' time, all of a sudden you blow up. I was actually listening. To be fair, you can't, I'm not sure if you know this guy, you kind of remind me of him. It's a guy called Ryan Stewman. I'm not sure if you know him. But you were going to say something like uh, Mel Gibson or a Tom <laughs> Ford. Oh, man, what's the uh, what's the other guy from um, that motorcycle show? Uh, Huntman Huntsman. What's his name? Um, it's just the reason Tom I say Hardy, that. Uh, a superhero. No, some guy I don't know. I appreciate that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but well, he's known as the hardcore closer. But he, he, like, I was actually listening to him literally yesterday, and he was saying that he did a podcast something for like two or three years. And he was like, he got like one view, two views per episode. And then all of a sudden one month, he started getting 3 million views. And now his podcast gets some like 3 million views a month. And, you know, I'm not sure if these numbers are still accurate, you know, today, but he was like, it just kind of happened. But that's because I was consistent for, I think he said seven, no, it might have been long, it might have been something like seven years. And we're not saying you have to wait that long. But it's the mentality that we're looking at where it's like, he did it with no expectation. Mentality, right? And hopefully that airplane isn't too loud. Apologies. That's a great, and I don't don't mean to cut you off, mentality, like that's so powerful, right? Because it's like, how does somebody do something for two, three years before it pops off? And I'm sure he was doing other stuff, but then it pops off. And it's like, man, I know you guys had those questions for me too. So I hope I wasn't deetering from them too much as far as like, what are the three things I think realtors have? First and foremost is you got to learn how to how to learn and lead yourself. You're a leader in real estate. Okay. Like if you're a parent, you're a leader. If you're a team leader, you're a leader. If you're an agent and you are taking clients out, you're a leader. If you don't have anything, you have you. You're leading you. Right. So whether you have leadership responsibilities right now with clients or with family or because you're on a team or not, you got to learn how to lead yourself. And, And no disrespect to anybody, but there are team leaders out there right now and agents out there that do not lead themselves very well, but they're out there taking the responsibility of leadership and that's, it's backwards, right? So you've got to learn how to learn and lead yourself. So how do you create the mentality to be able to have the due diligence to do something for two years or to manage a channel of our size and our production? What's well, because of how well we take care of ourselves. You got to get your mind and your body, right? Like you don't have to be some shredded body, but I'm not saying that, but you've got to find a way to like super do a good job at like, Hey, what are, what are things I should be taking care of with myself? Am I waking up on time? Am I getting my mind and my body right? Am I eating some good food? Am I drinking a gallon of water a day? Am I getting some form of exercise to get my body moving to just be prepared as an individual to go attack my day, right? That's the first thing. And then when you can 
Conquer yourself. Awesome. You're prepared. Then the second thing is before we ever talk about brand and building that big old brand and, and you're an Instagram influencer, you got to learn how to be a professional. If you are not super savvy in a professional level executioner at real estate, you've got no business running your mouth and building a brand, right? Because it's under false pretense that will crumble one day. Like you've got to be established as a professional and know what you're doing. The last thing you want to do is build a brand and then you get complaints or people find out you don't know what you're doing. Like you're, you're literally showing people why not to work with you or these ideas that I have so quickly in my head for video. What do you think it comes from? It comes from the practitioner boots on the ground process. Like you develop that and build that over time. So it's, it's learning and leading yourself. It's being a professional at your craft. And now we're, now we're prepared. Now we're ready to then go ahead and talk about scaling and building a brand. But those, but those are the three things that matter is you as an individual and who you are being a professional level executioner and then brand. If you don't have these three things, man, it's, it's not going to be a good day in real estate for you moving forward. Mm -hmm. Fuck. I love that. I, that it's, um, it's totally true. I, I think brand now. So what, in my opinion, just my opinion, I've been in advertising now like heavily, uh, for over seven years. I've been, you know, I, we spend millions of dollars a month. Um, and one of the things that happened, a transition was Madison Avenue was brand, right? This whole Madison Avenue, you know, you've seen all the shows where it's like, build these brands. And then the dawn of social media and paid ads changed that almost overnight. It was like, well, why do we build a brand? We can just buy a lead from Facebook by putting money in, building an ad to do that. Now, what's interesting now is, again, this is more techie with some of the iOS updates and targeting's got harder because they're not allowing you to be tracked or you have to opt in. Oh, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of tech kind of shit. Um, but now it's kind of coming a weird full circle, not so extreme as the Madison Avenue, like millions in brand awareness. But now we are seeing people just actually going, actually, I'm going to go more of an organic brand building route, slightly slower, way more consistent. And maybe like, it's not slower. Yeah. It's just because you're throwing a lot of money at advertisement as a broker. Doesn't necessarily mean anything, right? Like, dude, I've got a lot of friends, man. They spend $6,000 a month on Zillow leads. Okay. How many referrals do you get from those prior clients? And don't fucking tell me you do. Because if you did, at some point, you'd be off of Zillow leads. <laughs> you got, if you got so much referral business from those clients, right? Wouldn't the math work out to where like, you get a, this many clients this month, this month. And then over the course of a couple of years, you should have built a network big enough to where you don't need the Zillow leads anymore. Correct? But that's not, I've never, I can't say that's never happened. I've never heard that happen from anybody that's been on Zillow. It's nonstop for that. It, 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 it's never going to go away. And it's like, hey, the relationship, man, like it was built on advertisement. It's arrangement. I met you in Vegas. I'm not married, right? Like, it's like, hey, man, I met you on Zillow. You helped me buy a house and you're a cool dude. But like, I don't know you like that. Yeah. Versus building. So that's, that's marketing. That's advertisement. Nothing wrong with it. What we're doing over here with call to actions and people contacting us because they feel they can know, like, and trust us, that's brand. Yeah. We average two to three referrals per closing. It's, it's wow. insane. That's huge. Brand. brand. Marketing, advertising, brand, culture. Both matter. It's okay to do Zillow and real. I'm not, I'm not against those. There's a process for that. But the bottom line is it is what it is. And that's fine. And there's a way to approach that. And that's cool. And it's a very, it's a very right now game. Right. But you're also subjected to whatever Zillow decides to do. So if they decide to change a game on you, 
and circumstances are different, well, now you're you're at the mercy of that. Your business is at the mercy of that versus you build a brand, you build a feel, you build a culture to where the people that talk about you tell their friends and their family, if you don't use these guys, shit, I can't even be your family member anymore. These guys are right. Like they're like, no, you got to use them. The other thing that we do with that as well is because it's built on your brand and we have that opportunity to build a relationship and they choose to reach out to us through those call to actions. They're choosing that relationship. So every prior client we have gets put into a private Facebook group. So yeah, I'll give you a one year anniversary gift. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you your boomerang postcard or I'll, I'll send you some little muffins on your birthday, whatever. You know what else I'm going to give you? I'm going to give you my network. I'm going to let you interact with a ton of people. Dude, do you, know how many, do you know how many people so far that have moved here from our YouTube channel are meeting locals from Colorado in that private Facebook group and like, hey, I've got some kids and we just moved to Southeast Aurora. We're looking at some fun things to do. And another mom pops up and goes, oh, you got to go here and let me know what day you go. I'd love to meet you. That's huge. I've never heard anyone do a private Facebook group for clients that have moved in. You are yeah, the first, genuinely. What, if we ever want to throw an event for our prior clients, well, I don't got to send out a mailer and hope people or hope people read my email. I'm going to go on a Facebook live in the group and go, Hey guys, happy Friday. Super excited. We've got a ton of new people coming into this page. Hey, listen, we're going to be putting up a poll tomorrow. That's asking what month works best for an event, whether it's October or November. Here's what we want to be doing. Here's what we're going to do. If you guys have any other ideas, we're open to ideas, but here's what we'd like to do. But we're going to throw a poll up on what day of the week works best or which month works best right now, October or November. Let people run the poll and then you do it. And like it was a Facebook class so when you, when you, the question of like, Hey, how do you manage so much? Well, I didn't have to mail out a ton of shit. I go on Facebook Live. I talk to my network. We throw up a poll and it's done. They answer it for me and then we go execute. So just leveraging leveraging platforms, right? So, and you keep that cult, like the culture and, the, and the, the family feel they get with working with you. They never have to let it go. They literally get put into a group that's private, that's exclusive, only to people that have bought and sold with Will and Eli. So now they're in like this group, man, and it's and it's so much fun. And they all already kind of know, like know and like and trust each other because, well, hey, if Will and Eli sign off on you and well, and we use them, yeah, right? Kind of like, hey, if if you know my brother, my brother says you're good to go, well, I probably like you. Or at least give you benefit of doubt. But it's cool, man, because people will go in there and comment and interact and show photos. And it's not just me posting. More times than not, it's everybody else posting, interacting. They're probably over my silly face. They just love all the new people that they get to meet in the area and go have some fun. But that dude, brand, culture, networks, bringing people together, right? Like it's just different versus like some of these other schemes. I'm not against them. They're just a very right now. It's a very revolving door. And like for me, that's just, it's not sustainable, you know, in my opinion. And I also just, man, if you take the argument about like which way is better, not that I'm against, again, I'm not against leads. But if we look at all forms of how to do business, I know some people that crush that stuff. Cool. So there is no argument. A lot of stuff works. I love how we do it. I love relationships. I love building brand. I love being proud of it. I love taking my kids around these folks that are moving to Colorado that I can build relationships with. I love giving my other relationships to new relationships and letting them mingle. Dude, I just super dig it. Like That's just my jam. That's what we're doing. It's working for us. So you know, if people like that idea, if they like building brand and culture and, and, and enjoying that aspect of something, well, then, yeah, like, hey, maybe talking to Will and Eli is for you. Maybe joining our network and, and having us help your build, you know, build your business and your, and your brand. Maybe that's for you, you know. Um, but, man, we love it. We love it. 
And how soon did you put the group together? Was it after you already had some transactions under your belt or? What do you think? What's your answer? You're going to wait till you have a hundred prior clients to try to get them all into that group? I would do it right away. With the first Why first are you, that question? you already know. If you <laughs> haven't done it, you should do it, right? If you haven't done it, you should. But here's the problem. If you're very lead heavy and you don't have relationships with prior clients, are they going to accept the request to be in that group? I don't know. But if you want to start building brand that way, you should start right now. And as you build relationships and whatever clients you, from the past that you do have that would want to be in that group, I would get on it right now. And if you're a brand new realtor, get on it right now. Start doing it now. Yeah, I wouldn't, but I, I definitely wouldn't like wait on purpose just so you can try to figure out how to put 75 prior people into a group. You'd be, you'd be hurting yourself. But if that's something that matters to you and you want to, you want to give things. And man, this is also like when people, oh, is there a bubble? Is it a good time to sell? You know how many people we have that are have bought homes several years ago that are in there? And we can go in there and just answer questions and tell them from our mouth what's going on and what we're seeing in the market and whether it'd be good to sell or not and give them options. I can go give information to people who already know, like, and trust and have worked with us in the past, right? So like, again, like that's my network. Those are my people. How do I access them? So yes, you're spot on, man. The, the sooner you jump on that and start creating that and building that, the better. Mm-hmm. I think it's huge as well for team leaders and brokers. Some of the people we know, they did a billion dollars last year in transactions, massive, you know, literally, I think they've already done what, four, five, 600 homes already this year, like big, you know, uh, good team out in, um, big team out in Canada. And like, you just imagine that all the people moving in and investing just be like, shit, we could just stick them all in a Facebook group so they can all interact. I mean, that legit is like, a phenomenal strategy that I genuinely, really, really love. Like, and again, no it's not around. rocket science. It's just it's a private Facebook group, but it's how you apply tools, right? Like a Facebook Live, it's not rocket science. An open house or a listing, that's not some epiphany idea to do a video on. It's what I chose to say that made it different. And then the private Facebook group, yeah, those have been around for a long time. Everybody knows it. It's how and where I'm choosing to use it. Right. Like some things can be right in front of your fucking face, but you just you, you just don't understand how to apply it. And hey, that's OK, though, too. Right. Because this is just my niche, dude. I'm really like relationships matter to me. I love it. I love getting creative with it. I love learning new things. I when people are going and playing golf, I'm learning, I, I don't play golf. I don't, I don't do happy hour. I don't uh, I don't need a, a guy day. You know, like, dude, I love my business, man. That is my golf. That is my happy hour. So if I'm not with my family or at the gym. I'm doing business, but that's where some of these ideas come from, man. It's like, I'm looking at other stuff and I'm in the niches and the stitches, man, like grinding through things in order to figure out like, how can we be a better product for our, for our clients, you know, and, and to help people build their brand. And like, that's what I feel I should be doing, but man, that's where those ideas come from, man. It's like, it's that, and like being a better product for your client, it's not just winning an offer. It's like, oh man, a, a network, a pro- holy shit. It's like, well, just all depends on the angle that you're looking at and what lens you're looking through. And like, yeah, man, we would love to continue to get that, but it also keeps our network with us. And when we're throwing events and when they got questions they're not going to just Google for it and hopefully they still see our video. It's also our way of like still staying in touch with our clients. So we're top of mind and we're still of value. And that way there are clients in the future. Right. I love this. I love this. This is uh this has been one of, the most insightful podcasts. I it's it's just everything's free, everything is work, brand, and this is short term, long term. 
I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, thank you so much well, for just through the air because we keep calling YouTube free, and it is free. So let me explain this to everybody, just in case there's a naysayer out there. There does cost money to edit video, correct? Eli and I do all of it. We do our own B-roll, our own primary role, our own drone. We do all of it, right? If you ever see a movie excerpt in the video, we're the ones deciding where everything goes, right? But we've got two editors that put it all together, right? And then we all decide on what the text and the body and all the, all the hashtags and keywords that are going to go into the body and the triggers below the video, and then it gets uploaded, correct? And those editors, I'm sure, need to get paid money in order to do that, correct? But our primary lender, right? While he's a super fan of Will and Eli, he's been around with us since day one. We were doing buyer prezos years ago at nine o'clock at night on Friday nights, bro. Building a business. We were teaching each other how to work better with each other. We were teaching our team how to work better with our primary lender. Well, guess what, man? Lenders are allowed to financially contribute to something, correct? So is that money out of my pocket? So when I say zero, I don't, I don't need anybody going, uh, no, zero, zero out of my pocket, man, period, right? Like it's taken care of, but relationships, right? Like if a lender is willing to contribute to something like that and be a part of that team and put the time into his portion of meeting these clients from YouTube and doing his part, well, like, yeah, man, we've established a relationship. We were in it for each other. I wasn't hopping to some other lender and doing, and what's in it for me? Who's going to buy me leads? No, man, I just want the lender to do a great job. And we've built that relationship. And now we're going to start throwing events together starting here in Denver, fourth quarter, right? And we're going to be teaching YouTube. We're going to be teaching how we became professionals and managing client emotions. And we're going to be teaching how to manage and lead yourself at these events. And that our primary lender and his company, like, they're going to be a part of that. They're going to be sponsoring a lot of that stuff, which is awesome. So again, man, it's like, yes, there's a way to delegate cost and certain things to where like, yes, with integrity, I can tell you that dollar amount does not come out of my pocket, which means it's this, right? So that's good. Uh, good caveat. So you talked about the events. I want to talk about how people learn from you, get in touch with you, events, courses, whatever you're doing, programs, team, like let the people know how they can get in touch with Will and, yeah. um, and learn more, man. Just ask, right? So if you want to, uh, I'm sure you guys will have some handles up or my email up, but if you guys go to Will underscore Grimes, G-R-I-M-E-S, on Instagram, that's my personal page, and you send me a message. Even if I don't follow you back quite yet, so you're in my filtered messages, I check my filtered messages. So if you send me a message, I will be back to you within that day, period, right? So um, talk to me there. It, there's also, I can send you a link. You can get on my Calendly. We can do a Zoom call. We can do a phone call. But like, I will tell everybody, man, like the people you put yourself around matter. So if these things are, sound like you want to build a brand like the way we're building a brand. You want to learn how to be a professional and do certain things the way that we're doing it. Well, hell yeah, man, we're for you. And if, if you want to do something different and we're not for you, hey, that's cool too. Find your direction. But no matter what, you've got to put yourself around the right people that can give you the time and energy to teach you how to learn and, and execute and build a brand and build a business. And if you're not, man, that's just hard. But if you are, then you got to make sure that you're putting in that work because you've got to have 100% faith in what they're getting you to execute on. And if you're not all in with them, and you're second guessing or you're kind of doing the whole double dutch, man, it's it's not going to go well. And you won't have appropriate data to see what's working and not working. So no matter what, you've always got to have that, that buoyancy, that starting point of you got to be consistent with everything. So with integrity, you can say anything that's working and not working, especially the not working. Well, it's actually not working because I'm putting in the time. But if you don't put in the time and something's not working, is it that or is it you, right? It's so hard to figure that out and run that diagnostic. But 
yeah, man, we're just excited to help people build. And, and that's my new mission. I'm getting less and less transactional by the day. And this is what we're doing. And we've got the energy and the integrity for it. So if you want to kick some ass and have some fun with it, man, we would, we would love to help people. Perfect. Well, well, thank you for jumping on with us today. Uh, it's been awesome. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode and we will see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed this talk and got a ton of value. Listen, I wanted to let you know that we have loads of free exclusive content, coaching and masterminds from top agents globally at EliteAgentSecrets.com. On top of that, you can also qualify for free done for you marketing. This is the stuff we charge thousands of dollars for with our marketing agency. But instead, we're committed to giving back to this amazing community to see you all succeed. So if you head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com and we can't wait to have you as part of the community.